Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Man, I'm doing okay for still being on yeah. the road, dude. <laughs> yeah, road, I ran into Joe. Was, uh, me and Joe oh. were hanging out last night. And uh, uh, Joe, anything happen over the weekend? I mean, <laughs> she, since we got off the air on Friday, um, it, I, I could produce a week of shows. Just what happened between Friday and Monday morning. I don't even need anything else. Uh, we had the Mueller release of the Manafort Cohen documents. We Ooh. had Jim Comey's embarrassing testimony up on the hill. Um, Jim Comey is is looking more and more every day like a guy who has a real problem with the truth. And yeah. I think that may be an understatement. I, I'm being generous here in my words about Jim Comey. So I'm going to get to a lot of that. And the Democrat uh, lurch towards the police state has now come full circle. We now have Adam Schiff and others calling for... Um, or, or insinuating that Trump should be jailed uh, before he leaves, uh, after he leaves office now. I mean, this is just amazing. Now it's not only that they target their political enemies uh, and weaponize government to do it, uh, when those political enemies fail to apologize for being targeted. Yes, yeah. we targeted you. Hey, I'm sorry I was the subject of, a, of, a, of an immoral investigation. Then they threaten to jail you. This is dangerous stuff, so I'm going to get to a lot of that. And I want to announce a, a winner quickly on our meme contest going on still all week. Uh, oh, Matt man. K from Hawaii, hey! who sent us the Mean Girls meme. Uh, <laughs> stop trying to make Russian collusion happen. You are our first winner. You right. will get a copy of all of my books personally signed. Um, so we will reach out to you on email. But you can still submit your Dan Bongino show memes. We're going to pick four more winners the rest of the week. So These memes are fantastic. Yes, and there's a ton of them. I know. It's hard to pick a winner, folks. Honestly, you yeah. sent so much... So we got four more. You can still submit it, but Joe and I were laughing. They're hysterical, especially the ones that involve producer Joe. <laughs> Joe for felonious Mopri. So, yeah, they were they were great. All right, folks. Today's show brought to you by buddies at WaxRx. You know how much I love my sponsors. I'll only work with companies I believe in or I can use their product or service. Uh, listen, WaxRx is one of those companies. I had a real problem with this. Uh, I'm not messing with you here. When I was a Secret Service agent, you wear that squiggly earpiece. And what happens, you get wax buildup in the inner, inner ear. You have a tough time hearing. And sometimes you have to go to the doctor to get that stuff out, but it gets expensive. A customer uh, of WaxRx actually emailed this to us. He said, I used to have to go to the doctor twice a year to get rid of my stubborn, hard earwax with my rising cost of health care and thus double deductible, I'd have to spend $60 per visit, $120 a year to treat my ears. Now I can do it myself with WaxRx and a significant savings that doesn't require me to miss a half a day of work. Thank you, WaxRx. Right now, you can try the WaxRx system to clean out that stubborn, hardened earwax. You never know what's in there, folks. Try WaxRx. You'll find out. You never know what you're missing here. Type in GoWaxRx.com. That's GoWaxRx.com and use offer code DAN at checkout for free shipping. Don't wait. You have no idea what you might be missing because of inner earwax. Who knows? It might just change your life. GoWaxRx.com is the website. Offer code DAN for free shipping. That's GoWaxRx.com. Okay. Um, Folks, they're in love with the police state, the Democrats. We've now seen them double down. We've had Adam Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, uh, on on the the weekend shows calling uh, again for uh, that that uh, sessions. I want to be precise here, indicating that uh, there could be a significant chance of Trump being jailed after he leaves office. And just a quick evolution of the Democrats' love affair with the police state. Before I get into Comey and the other uh, uh, lies he told up on Capitol Hill. Remember what they did to Donald Trump first. So you understand that we're not just throwing this out there to sound ominous. Oh, the Democrats are in love with the police state. No, they did things that are reminiscent of third world police state tactics. These are all documented, easily researched things that the conspiracy theorists of the world, like the Seth Abramsons and the other folks out there promoting the collusion hoax in the media, ignore. They leave this part out of the story. Donald Trump's team and team members were unmasked. Unmasked, meaning they were listening in, as I said on Fox and Friends this morning, on the private phone calls of American citizens. That is not in dispute. If anyone asks you, well, how do you know that? Well, we know it because they produced the transcript of Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, a Trump team member's phone call. How do you think they got that? Guesswork? They got it because they recorded it. They had transcripts of it, folks. This is known to have happened. Again, we're talking about the Democrats' new love affair with the police state. Stop running from it. To you Democrats that listen to my show out there, stop running from it. Just be honest. Cut the crap. I'm sorry, but you are making this up, this idea that you're in this for the little guy and you're in this to take care of the middle class and you're concerned about civil liberties. Bull, you are not conservative. You, you, 
you you have you are crapping on burning the civil liberties, burning the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, any semblance of Fourth Amendment protections, Fifth Amendment protections. None of that matters to you anymore. Just own it. And tell the American people what you're about. You are for the, the, the almost unrestricted at this point weaponization of government to target your political enemies. You've done it. Boom. You, you keep doing it. You continue to do it. You defend it. You vigorously defend it because you're fakes. You're not, you're not authentic people. I'm sorry. You are not authentic. You are fakes, frauds. Because you pretend to be something you're not. The unmasking of Trump team members happen. You defending it is abhorrent. Is grotesque. We have the misuse of the NSA database. Again, we know this happened. We know it. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Corp put out their review in March of 2017. In their review of the misuse of the NSA database, they clearly indicate that there were searches done on the database that did not follow the rules that were about queries, searching for information they shouldn't have been searching for. This isn't speculation. This is the stuff that conspiracy theorists don't want you to know about. That the, the, the collusion hoax conspiracy theorists conveniently ignore. First, they listen to your phone calls. Then they tap into the database there in unauthorized ways. This is all documented stuff. Yep. The Pfizer abuse. This is how it ties into Comey. Now we know they used an unverified dossier to spy on Donald Trump. We know it because Comey said it. The transcripts, which I'm going to dig into, had some explosive information in there. These are police state tactics. This is what the third world does to target their political enemies. They listen in on their phone calls. They listen in on their email communications or or look into their email communications. When that doesn't work, they use secret star chamber courts like the FISA court with fake information to spy on their enemies. Tell me, please, please tell me how some of this, any of it is, is untrue. You can't. You can't. Matter of fact, I was looking at Chuck Ross this morning's Twitter feed because he has some good stories up at the Daily Caller. And there's some crazy loon. I blocked this guy because his idiocy was too much for me to take at one time. <laughs> and I'm in, I have like an idiocy quota for the day before I lose my mind reading stupid liberal stuff. Some like actor loser, Robert or Richard, so I don't even know what it was. I blocked the guy instantly. Response to Chuck Russell. You haven't proved, you haven't disproven the dossier yet. Are you a dipstick? How freaking stupid are you? To the guy who responded to Chuck Ross, how stupid are you? This is now the United States of America. We can present information to a court in any way, shape, or form as long as no one can disprove it. So here, I'll get a, get, get a little of this. So, Joe, if I throw out there that seven generations ago, you had someone in your family that was a notorious mass murderer on an epic scale, and I put that into the court to document your proclivities towards mass murder. I can use it because I can't possibly disprove it. Nobody knows what happened right. seven generations right. ago. You are innocent until proven guilty. Not guilty until proven innocent, but this epic loser who responds to Chuck Ross puts out there, you haven't disproven it yet. <laughs> Do you understand that those are police state tactics? Just say anything you want, Joe. Yeah. And as long as it can't be thoroughly disproven, it's good to go in the courts. Just be honest. You're a bunch of third-rate, tin-pot dictator hacks. Folks, I'm worried, man. I'm not messing with you. I am legitimately, genuinely worried about this country. Yes, sir. Because there used to be a bipartisan consensus. That the police state, the use of the police state, the weaponization of government and the abuse of government power for political ends, that used to be a bipartisan no-no. Do you understand it is not anymore? The Seth Abramson's of the world, an active police state supporter, Abramson, he pretends he's not. I I only bring this guy up because he's he's, he's, he's almost like he needs help. He's out there on Twitter constantly promoting conspiracy theories. And this guy's apparently some kind of teacher somewhere. Oh. Is this guy, I mean, this is, people listen to these loons. They promote conspiracy theories. They, they completely ignore the police state weaponization to attack Donald Trump. And it, not only do they ignore it, they, they support it. Well, we can't disprove the stuff that was said in there. 
the use of special counsels. Folks, this is incredible what's going on here. Now, I bring this up and I set up the beginning uh, first because of Schiff's appearance this weekend. We're again insinuating that jail time. Now they want to put, not only they target Donald Trump's team, do listening in on their phone calls, tapping into metadata, using the FISA court and abusing the FISA court, putting information that cannot be verified in there to, to spy on them. Now they want to jail him afterwards. Folks, let me just put this out there. We are a very, thankfully, peaceful law-abiding group that believes in big R rights granted by God. Thankfully. But regarding electoral ramifications and a complete dismantling of the republic because fidelity to the rule of law seems to have disappeared, I'm genuinely frightened about the future. I am not messing with you. You and I have had this discussion. Uh, many times, Joseph. Many times. And, and maybe, Joe, it's because, uh, again, not to beat you over the head on the, with this, folks, but maybe it's my prior experience in federal law enforcement, putting the handcuffs on multiple people, you know, wa- watching their lives just end. And you say, oh, well, they were bad guys. I know they were bad guys. I'm just telling you as a human being, you watch people in their most miserable moment of their life when you've locked them up for a very serious federal crime. They're going to go away for a long time. And if you have a little bit of empathy in you, you start to feel really bad. You don't regret anything. They have to go to jail, but you feel awful. Imagine this power being turned on you and you did nothing wrong. Criminally speaking. This is what's happening right now with the Trump team. It, this thing has evolved. It is, I have the evolution of the case against the Trump team right here in front of me. It has evolved, Joe, in the early stages from when Trump was first elected to. This was treason. Mm-hmm. Trump and the Russians overthrew the election results. They, they, they hacked the election. Remember that one? Yep. When they couldn't prove that because there's no evidence, that evolved into collusion. Well, he at a minimum colluded with the Russians to impact the election. Now that that seems to have died down, despite Seth Abramson and the conspiracy theorists out there who are really embarrassing people. That then evolved into, oh, well, he obstructed justice clearly by firing Jim Comey and others. There's no evidence of that either. Donald Trump asked Comey to look into his... uh, his people out there, if he thought there were any implications of Russian intervention on his team. He asked them to do that. They they leave that out of the story, the conspiracy theory media. When obstruction of justice fell apart, Joe, now they're on to their last and final hurrah, which is what Schiff is calling for the jailing of, of Trump on or indicating he should be jailed. Now their new theory is Trump obtained the presidency by fraud. This is amazing, folks. This started in treason, and now they're saying there was a campaign finance violation. Trump's uh, the uh, these these allegations of payoffs to these women he had relationships with, and that the payoffs, Joe, altered the presidential election because if the public would have known about these relationships, then Hillary would have won. This do you, yeah. you please tell me, folks, you get this? Oh. This is their new theory. They went from treason to collusion to obstruction to campaign finance laws. This is all they have now. They've got nothing left because you can't invent facts. Either things happened in the past that indicated treason or collusion or they didn't. In this case, they didn't. The left made up this case in conjunction with their media hack buddies and the, and the conspiracy theorist types like the Seth Abramsons of the world. The conspiracy theorists made this up. Now that they're being roundly embarrassed, because contact with Russians is not illegal. I, I don't know if we, how many times we have to inform people about this. There's nothing illegal about that. If it were, Hillary Clinton would be in jail because her team and her, her surrogates had significant contact vicariously to people they paid to get information on the Trump team. Remember, they paid Chris Steele for oppo research. Chris Steele indicated he got his information from who? Russian intelligence. So if contact with Russians is illegal, Hillary Clinton's team should be in jail. But they leave that out, too, because they're dumb and they're manipulative. This has now evolved, finally, into a obtain the presidency by fraud narrative. And the reason, again, is he paid these people. uh, He's alleged to have paid these people off. And if the public would have known, it would have altered the election. Folks, that's nonsense. 
Donald Trump's past was no mystery to anybody involved in this presidency. Nobody. Donald Trump's yeah. always been open about it, for better or for worse. Uh, I'm not sanctioning any of this behavior. I'm sure he wouldn't anymore either. I'm just telling you that the the Donald Trump's ups and Donald Trump's downs were known by voters before the election. You indicating that um, him not looking to have some relationship he allegedly had or didn't have outed and it was going to change a vote is absurd. But the reason they're here now, Joe, mm-hmm. the Democrats understand this is because they don't have anything else. They are S.O.L. Mm, out of luck. So now it's going to be this campaign finance thing. Now, let's dismantle this because this is complete, utter nonsense. They just want this guy in jail because they're police state tyrants. First off, the Obama campaign. Now, if you even dare for a second, well, this is what aboutism. Yep. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Well, of course it's what aboutism. Because what aboutism is what about the law and what about principles? There you go. You're suggesting to me that there's a principle and a law in the United States indicating that uh, campaign finance uh, violations, which they're alleging against Trump, I think are nonsense, by the way. You're alleging to me that campaign finance violations are worthy of jailing a president or former president. That's what you're suggesting, right? So you're saying you're a principled person. I'm doing this what about Obama to show you what a hypocrite and the audience you are. You're a phony because the Obama team was fined 300 plus thousand dollars for even worse campaign violations where there's alleged foreign money coming in to his campaign. Totally illegal. But these cases, ladies and gentlemen, are typically handled with the FEC at a civil level. They levy a fine against the campaign. The campaign pays the fine and everybody moves on. But again, so you get it, Joe? The left is saying, oh, here are our principles. Donald Trump may have violated campaign finance law. We need to put this guy in jail and impeach him. Then you say, well, when Obama did it, you didn't say the same thing. Well, that's different. It's what aboutism. <laughs> no, it's not. It's asking you what your abiding principles are. You just said we should put people in jail for campaign finance laws. Now you're suggesting, but when it's your guy, everything was okay. Yeah. Joe, making this even worse. So again, point number one here is pretty standard. These are typically civil violations, campaign finance violations. Their allegation, to be crystal clear on this, the left and this ridiculous prosecutor in the Southern District. But by the way, Maggie Haberman at the New York Times, uh, the Southern District in New York is the courts, uh, is the system, excuse me, Southern District, the region of our DOJ that is prosecuting Michael Cohen right now. It was referred from Mueller to the Southern District. That's right. Maggie Haberman at the New York Times, who's one of the worst reporters I've ever seen, tweeted out this morning. That, and just so you know, you know, the the the, uh, the the appointee for the Southern District was a Trump appointee. No. No, you're wrong. The Trump appointee heading Southern District has recused himself from this case. You're not wrong about a Trump appointee heading the Southern District. That guy has recused himself. That's not the guy prosecuting scheme. But don't ex- expecting facts from Maggie Haberman and the conspiracy theory. Is, is, I know it's, I, I get it. I know we're being ridiculous. I mean, they pretend to be journalists, but they don't even do a good job at pretending to be journalists. Yeah. Folks, even their grounds on number one, that this is a campaign finance violation, is tenuous at best. Here's why. It, to be a campaign finance violation, these payments to these women alleged to have had relationships with Trump, Joe, this is important, folks. This is critical. Those have to have been payments and campaign payments or in-kind right. contributions. In other words, they have to have been campaign contributions. Right. Donald Trump's team is saying these were not campaign contributions. These were payments he decided to make. Now, you may say, well, what determines what's a campaign contribution and not? Good question. I'm going to answer it for you. There's a very simple test for this. If the payment would have existed, whether the person was running for office or not, it is not a campaign payment. Let me explain it to you in reverse a little bit. This is an important point. You are going to need this information because your nutty conspiracy theory liberal friends will not let this go until the police state is fully activated and people are thrown in jail for made up crimes. If I were to pay my rent for my house or my mortgage while I'm running for office because I set up a a campaign office inside, say, my bedroom, 
there is a good chance that I would be dinged by the FEC for making a campaign payment because that is not a legitimate campaign payment. Why, Joe? Because the mortgage payment for my house, which I've owned now for four years, existed whether I was running for office or not. You tracking, folks? I can't spend money because this is how they're going at it in reverse against Trump. This will make sense in a second. I, running for office, cannot spend money on items that would have not existed had I not been running for office. I cannot, in other words, buy a bunch of uh, clothes, clothes that I would have worn anyway, and say, oh, well, they're campaign contributions. Now, if I buy a bunch of signs, if I if I have uh, meetings, like dinner meetings with the staff, those are probably going to be, depending on the circumstances, legitimate campaign. The signs would definitely be because you're not going to have Joe Armacost for president signs otherwise. Right. Here's the issue they have with this. Trump's defense, however, you know, this isn't pretty. I'm not suggesting it is. Trump's defense is a legitimate one. Hey, these payments would have existed either way because I would have suffered reputational damage. So I was, these, I'm not suggesting this is cute. I'm not suggesting it's pretty. Don't, please don't take that as a, as a moral defense. I'm telling you strictly on a legal front that number one, Obama did the same thing had campaign finance violations that were handled civilly. But secondly, these specific payments, I don't even think were a campaign contribution at all. Because Trump's defense is going to be, hey, this was reputational damage. We would have done it anyway. And they'll win. So not only do you not have a case, even if you did, it was a civil one. But they want to put the president in jail over it. Folks, please tell me you understand the critical difference here. Because this is important. And it speaks to, again, the Democrats' weaponization of the state and the state bureaucracy to go after their political opponents. And folks, I'm really genuinely frightened by this. Because there's nothing stopping them. The media is doing the the media, which typically when it's a Republican or a conservative will loathe the police state. Thankfully, if they see anything like Watergate, which was a disgusting behavior. If if they see anything like that, they'll call it out when it is a Democrat. Whether it's Benghazi, the IRS, all of these scandals, the Democrats, the Democrat media gets selective amnesia. The evidence that Donald Trump's team was targeted by police state tactics is overwhelming. Folks, just read my book. Listen, if you can't afford the book, I get it. Get it from the library. Someone emailed me, said libraries have it now. Borrow it from a friend. I don't need the extra dollar or two I make a book. I I just need you to read it. I really do. If your friend has it on audiobook, re- read it on audiobook there or, or listen to it on audiobook there. I need you to read the book. The book lays out distinctively uh, the tapping of Trump's uh, team's calls to unmasking, the misuse of the database, the abuse of the FISA courts. This all happened. And the media is sitting there, these police state enablers, and doing what? Nothing. They are openly advocating for the police state. Now, I want to point something out, too, because this is why they are you see them now doubling down on their hatred for Trump's Twitter. That you're seeing the players involved in this, Samantha Power specifically, who was a Barack Obama administration acolyte. She was the U.S. the U.S. ambassador, excuse me, to the United Nations. Samantha Power's name, ladies and gentlemen, was used on unmasking applications to listen in on the Trump team. In other words, her name was signed to documents to spy on Trump members of the Trump team and other people's calls. Well, we don't know about her name on the Trump team. Let me be clear on that. I don't like to be like Seth Abramson, the conspiracy theory. We know her name to be precise here was on a, an extraordinary number of unmasking applications. And we know later on, Trump team members were unmasked. I don't want to make a connection here. I'm, I'm not absolutely sure because we don't know exactly who her name was used to unmask. Good catch. Yeah, it's, it's fair because that's what the left does. Yeah. I don't like that. But that Samantha Power's name appears on documents used to listen in on American citizens' phone calls is not in dispute at all. 
So Donald Trump last week uh, tweets out something about the uh, there's no evidence of collusion. He says no collusion he, with, with exclamation points. Samantha Power lost her on Twitter. Here's what she tweets out in caps because Reuters tweeted out, Joe. So follow me. Trump tweets out no collusion. Reuters then, Reuters top news tweets out, Trump says prosecutors have found no evidence of Russian collusion. He has a massively powerful Twitter account that is exposing these unbelievable, uh, these detailed, horrible, atrocious police state abuses. Samantha Power hates this because she knows what, Joe? They need to control the narrative, the left at all times. And the narrative has to be Trump colluded with the Russians, because as long as we're focused on that, we're not focused on Samantha Power's role in the unmasking of American citizens, right? He's bypassing the filter, dude. He is bypassing. Yes. The liberal media filter, all of this stuff. The fact that he tweets and the media has to put the tweet out there is driving Samantha Power nuts. Here's her her tweet. Uh, uh, All caps. Stop this, headline writers. If you want to quote this president in a headline in an age when many people read only headlines, you must write Trump, a proven serial liar, says, but best not to quote him in a headline. Folks. They are losing their marbles because Trump, as Joe just said, is bypassing the filter. He's getting headlines in the news based on his Twitter that is counteracting the activist, propagandist, police state media and their buddies. And it's driving the police state actors involved like Samantha Power crazy. You have your orders. <laughs> yes, you had your marching orders. The marching orders were go advance the collusion hoax and do not dare say anything otherwise. Now. Who is a primary proponent of the Russian collusion hoax? Jim Comey. Now, his testimony on Friday ties into all this. I'm going to get to that. Let me get to this read here. I'm going to get to that in a second. And I want to explain how he got to this point because this is absolutely unbelievable. What's going on right now? All right, folks. Today's show also brought to you by We The People Holsters. Listen, here, I, I can't say enough about them. They sent me samples. I love them. They are the most comfortable holsters I've seen. I have the in-the-pants version of it. You, you know, you slide it on the belt buckle inside the pant line. Uh, the problem with in-the-pants holsters, the old ones, and once you get at the buff shops and the cop stores, some of the cheaper ones, you can't adjust them. So if it's riding up against that hip bone and it's scratching you, it's annoying. And listen, no one wants to carry a firearm that's super uncomfortable all day. You know we need it for your self-defense. Um, we exercise our Second Amendment rights, but it's really, really difficult to carry like that. So they have a holster out there. These are custom-made holsters they make with their own molds right here in the United States. They are precision cut with an adjustable cant and an adjustable ride, meaning just the turn of a screw, you can adjust the cant and the ride on it. So if you don't like the angle, you can move it. So it's not rubbing up against the hip bone, right? You know, pushing into your abdomen. You, you know, being uncomfortable all the time is not really the goal here. If you can get a holster that's both looks good and feels good, that's great. That's what we the people holster, uh, we the people holsters produce. Not only that, you can adjust the tension too. You like a tighter, snug fit for your firearm? Tighten one screw. You like it a little looser in there? Uh, just uh, turn the screw the other direction. It's that simple. It's not complicated. It also has that click sound, which I love. So you know the firearm is secure. They have custom printed designs that are gorgeous. Thin blue line, thin red line, a camo, the camo design, the constitution. Go check them out. They're changing their designs all the time. The holsters, here's the best part. They start at just $34 and they come with a lifetime guarantee. But, but, but. And by the way, if it's not a perfect fit, just send it back for a refund. But it will be. So don't even worry about that. If you go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Listeners of my show, using code Dan, just use code Dan, D-A-N, my first name. You'll get $10 off. So get a load of this. For, with free shipping, your first holster will be just $24. These are gorgeous-looking holsters. You will love them. Go check them out, wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Put in promo code Dan. You'll get an astounding $10 off, only $24 for the finest holsters out there. Okay. So, folks, the theme of this show has been the police state. It is overwhelming. So far, we talked about two things. I talked about the evolution of this case from treason to collusion to obstruction to now campaign finance reform because they have nothing else. I've talked about the efforts of the Obama people to silence any counter narratives. And I've talked about the police state tactics used on masking the misuse of the FISA court and the misuse of the NSA database. Who was one of the people involved in this as a central key player in the entire Spygate debacle? Jim Comey. Now, Comey, who I'm telling you is evolving into a, a very, very troubled person. 
He seems to be saying things that are either absolutely inaccurate, uh, grotesque propaganda, or downright lies. And listen, I'm trying to be nice as to not turn off potential moderates out there who for some bizarre reason still think this guy is, is, is an authentic actor. Oh, he, he, he's an authentic actor. He's just not an authentic actor. Meaning he's a good actor, <laughs> but when you say actor like a part in this, he's not being an authentic guy. He's not. His transcripts of his testimony up on the hill were released on Friday. I was thinking about doing a special, but I was on the road. I was up in New York doing Judge Janine's show. I know a lot of you watched it. That was spicy, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so, baby. Yeah, yeah. Some of you it. asked me uh, on, on on Facebook and, and Twitter and email. I got about 500 emails about that appearance uh, with Ari, uh, who happens to be a, a, a Democrat. You know, uh, wow, he, you know, he was really loud. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, sometimes I just got to let it roll. You, you, I'll, I'll explain to you later on. Sometimes better off to just let him go. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Right, Joe. We, how long did we talk about this yesterday? I was sitting there looking at you. and I was like, sometimes, Joe, you just him? sit there with your fingers crossed and you're like, you just go ahead, buddy. You just have at it. So that, there was a reason there. But uh, I taped uh, another show, which I'm hoping airs soon, which is good. And then I did Fox and Friends, so I didn't have the chance for this. But Comey's stuff was amazing. There's a couple of things he said and, and, and takeaways from this that I want to just nail this guy on because they are so unbelievably disingenuous. Number one, Jim Comey still to this day is insisting he was unaware of the source of the dossier. Folks, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. This guy, as the FBI director, I can't say this enough, had one job. You know that meme on Twitter I use all the time? You had one job? This Joe has one job, to produce and add flavor to the show. If Joe decides not to show up, Joe is useless. I can't reinvent. <laughs> there's no automaton producer, Joe. He doesn't have a doppelganger out there. A doppelganger? He doesn't have it. It's just him. Jim Comey's one job was to authenticate the information on the Pfizer warrant he signed. Him testifying incredibly, unbelievably in front of Congress that to this day, step three of the police state procedures, remember, step one was unmasking, two was misuse uh, uh, of the NSA database. Step three was to go into the FISA court to get a warrant. That they went into the FISA court uh, with information. Comey is now on the record saying they can't verify is unbelievable. This is an admission so profound. I, I can't believe it is not front page news all over the world. Uh, I, 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 I think I'm almost doing you a disservice here, folks. I, I mean it. I think I'm almost doing you a disservice. Because I don't want to get ranty on this, but I want you to understand that despite the fact that we have been talking about this for nearly a year now, if not more, the admission now, formally, by an FBI director in front of a Capitol Hill proceeding of Congress people, the admission that they waltzed into court and raised their right hand and swore to information in front of a FISA judge used to spy on what is now the President of the United States. The admission that they could not verify this and did not verify this information is absolutely mind-blowing. Now, let me tell you how they're going to get out of this. They're going to try to get out of this. And I, I, I think, so we're clear on what I think the consequences are because I owe you kind of an explanation here. If you listen to my viral speech at the Breakers when I talked about Plan A, Plan B, and Plan C... I put it in the show notes, uh, was it last week or the week before, where I talked about how they had multiple plans to attack the Trump team. I indicated at the end, and I got some negative emails, that I didn't think the connected political players were going to go down. They may. If someone asked me my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. But I was very clear that I think the people involved with the three-letter agencies are going to go down for this, and I think Comey's one of them. Andy McCabe has already been subjected to uh, some uh, some legal proceedings that are very uncomfortable for him, including uh, apparently his name being thrown in front of a grand jury. There are other people who've been fired. Their jobs, have, they've been let go from their jobs. Of course, Peter Stroke and others. But I think there's going to be legal consequences here, folks. Why? Because of what happened on Friday. Jim Comey, as the FBI director, 
is either unaware of the paper trail he created trying to verify this information, or he is, and he's just lying in a desperate attempt to change the narrative. In other words, I did you a little favor today, folks. Hat tip Cheryl Atkinson for putting this out there on our Twitter feed. I always like to hat tip people do the right thing. Cheryl Atkinson uh, on that Chuck Ross Twitter feed today with that lunatic on the left. Oh, you haven't disproven it yet. Maniac. Police state tyrant. Thug. Yeah. Let's put fake information. As long as you don't, as long as you, as, <laughs> as long as it can't be disproven, it's good to go. Like triple, quadruple, go. <laughs> reverse negative, just to get people in handcuffs. Very nice. But Cheryl Atkinson did us all a favor and put a link. I had had, I think it's in my book too somewhere, but I haven't put it on the show notes in a while. A link to the actual procedures, Joe, called the Woods procedures for verifying information in the FISA course. Oh, isn't this a, a couple of gold nuggets of information? So I took some screenshots for you because I'm good like that. I took some screenshots for you of the actual Woods. It's called the Woods procedure. To be clear, the Woods procedure is the procedure the FBI and DOJ use to verify information before it goes to the FISA court. Has he been Woodsed? He has. Well, no, he hasn't been Woods. And that's oh. the thing. That's the thing. He Comey seems to not be familiar with the Woods procedure or he isn't. He's just giving everybody the middle finger. So here are some really good nuggets from the Woods procedure, okay? This is from, I think, page two or three. The link to this will be in the show notes today. The link will be in the show notes. It is imperative that the facts contained in FISA declarations are accurate. The goal of the procedures set out below is to ensure accuracy with regards to three specific areas. This is like, folks, this is page two or three of the actual procedure for verifying information. Keep in mind, Comey and Bill Prystep, who was one of his uh, deputies in the FBI, these, these senior people who just retired, by the way, or is leaving the FBI, had said that they couldn't verify it, that it was in its infancy and it wasn't, this is now on the record. But that's not what the procedure says has to be done. It says, again, it is imperative that the facts contained in FISA declarations are accurate. And it goes through three things that have to be done. Number one, the specific, it says you must, uh, they have to ensure accuracy, accuracy with regard to the specific facts supporting probable cause for the authority. Folks, the procedures. I have the link. Again, hat tip Cheryl Atkinson. I have the link. Read it today for yourself. Highlight it and show it to your liberal friends. It says right here on paper that it's an imperative to ensure the accuracy of the facts. And it even lays out multiple steps to do it, including step number one, supporting accuracy that the supporting cause, um, excuse me, the supporting facts, supporting probable cause for the authority have to be accurate. So you have Comey on one hand saying, we couldn't ensure they were accurate. And you have a written procedure saying, ensure they're accurate. They weren't. The dossier was fake. The outline for the Woods procedure, point number two. They have to ensure accuracy with respect to the existence and nature of any related criminal investigations or prosecutions involving the subject of the FISA. All right, clear enough. If I'm going to open a FISA warrant on Joe to listen to his communications, I want to be sure I don't have another criminal investigation going on as well for Joe for bank robbery or whatever. Fair enough. Point number three, ensure accuracy with respect to the existence and nature of any prior or ongoing asset relationship between the subject and the FBI. Oh, this is great. Let me translate that for you. The assets they're using as spies to back up the, the data in the FISA. Think about this. Christopher Steele was the asset they were using. They had already known through Bruce Orr at the DOJ that Christopher Steele hated Donald Trump. Bruce Orr took notes on it, folks. He couldn't stand Donald Trump. So you're trying to ensure the accuracy of information and, quote, the existence and nature of any prior or ongoing asset relationship between the subject and the FBI. Yeah, the, the, the asset, Christopher Steele, hated the subject. The asset was paid by the opposition political campaign that was left out of the FISA. Jim Comey is lying to you. He 
he's either lying to you or he's so dumb he doesn't even know his own procedures for signing off on three of the four Pfizer's, which he did. Folks, I just read to you, it is, I, ah, this is what you will never get from the conspiracy theorists on the left that you will get here. The link is in the show notes. Read it yourself. It's, by the way, it's, out, it's outlined in the book too. It's a 14-page, it's, it's, it's easy to read though, folks. It's a 14-page document, but it's written with such margins, it's really like five pages at best. I have it in the show notes. It's like the second or third story down. Read the procedures yourself about information brought into the FISA. It lays these things out. Comey is lying. We didn't verify it. And I didn't, what, I didn't think it was a big deal? Jim, the procedures are clear as day that the information had to be in short accurate and you had to disclose the nature of the relationship between the subject, the FBI, and the asset. Or the spy, the one providing the information. They left all that stuff out. Folks, I just read it to you. This isn't complicated. Here, it gets better. Again, this is from the FBI DOJ's own paperwork. It's not my opinion. The headquarters supervisor. Now, this is the guy. Pfizer warrants have to be sworn to. The declarant is a headquarters supervisor in the FBI. So, Joe... You may be the case agent on a case brought into the FISA warrant, but an FBI supervisor in headquarters has to go into the FISA court and swear to this, right? Mm-hmm. So the FBI supervisor, if it's not his information, needs this full packet of stuff. All right, Joe, don't make mm-hmm. me go in there and tell, tell BS. So <laughs> yeah. what's, you know, give me the facts. So it says the headquarters supervisor shall not sign, nor shall his or her supervisors approve any FISA application for which these procedures have not been completed or or in which there is information that the supervisor cannot verify either through his or her personal knowledge or through the same means described in the procedure or through some other reliable means. Oh, baby. So whoever walked their butts, and I'm pretty sure I know who it is, FBI supervisor into the FISA court and swore to this, they they basically violated, say, there could be some severe liability here. They violated the procedure. It says here, clear as day, shall not sign nor have their supervisors approve any FISA application where they cannot verify through personal knowledge or the means described in these procedures. Comey just said they couldn't verify it. Folks, these two things cannot exist. Either the Woods procedure to verify information used to spy on Americans so we don't use fake stuff brought into court. Either the Woods procedures exist or they don't. And if they exist, Jim Comey's either lying or he's really stupid. You see how the liberals, they kind of, the media will not report on this. These are facts. I have the link. Read the link and then read the transcript of Jim Comey's testimony. Those two things can't exist at the same time. Now do you see why in my speech, I didn't lose myself there. I was setting this up for you. At the end, I said, I do think the three-letter agency people involved are going to suffer severe potential civil or criminal liability. Because there's a paper trail. Let me read this one more time. Shall not sign or have your supervisor sign any FISA application if these procedures aren't followed for verifying information. Comey just said they they weren't followed. And yet what did he do? He signed a paper trail. Jim Comey's John Hancock, his signature is on the paperwork. So is Rod Rosenstein's. So is Sally Yates. So is Andy McCabe. Ladies and gentlemen, these people, I believe, are all going down at some point. They signed a document that violated their own procedures. And the guy in the National Security Division at the DOJ, John Carlin, who was also involved in this verification procedure, if you read them yourself, he was the head of the National Security Division, was Bob Mueller's old chief of staff. I hope Mueller's investigating him too. Of course he's not. You see the police state tyranny we're talking about here? The government lays out a bunch of procedures to ensure fake information doesn't make it into a court. 
Jim Comey on the record says they violated their own procedures, and yet the Democrats want Trump in jail. This is astounding. The level of, of cojones. I know, I get it. I don't tell me you pronounce it. I get it. I'm just trying to, trying to keep this show kid-friendly, and I've been particularly hostile today. The level of cajones to pull this off, and the Democrat, this, and the media celebrating police yeah. state tyranny by the left. Nobody asking basic questions of Jim Comey. Basic questions. Wait, one more on this, on this Pfizer thing. Last part. One last paragraph. So Comey said the information was unverified, right, folks? Can we establish that? We now have yeah. the transcript. Can we all agree? Seth Abramson and the conspiracy theory crowd out there and the media left and the CNN crowd. Can we all agree now that the transcript that nobody disputes that Comey's acknowledged now that the information was not verified, but he didn't think it was a big deal because he's dopey or he's lying. Right. So the information, Joe, this is a simple English test. I'm not messing with you. Would yeah. it be fair? Because I don't want to do word games like the left, right? I want to do the euphemism challenge. If Jim Comey's acknowledging that the information was not verified, used to spy on Trump, would it yeah. be fair? I'm not messing with you here. Would it be fair to call it unverified? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm not. I'm, it's not a trick. Yeah. I'm looking at gotcha. me like, a, what do you think? I'm an idiot? No, I'm just saying because liberals are are, are silly. They're a dopey right. crowd, and they, they play euphemism. I don't want to do the euphemism game. There's a reason I said this. So if information was not verified, which we now know, it's fair to call it unverified. It's not a game. It's just, Mm-mm. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Why do I bring this up? Mm. From the link to the FISA application procedures, I have in the show notes. You can read yourself. This is page 11. In such cases... Either the unverified information must be removed from the declaration prior to signature or the FISA application will be held until the necessary verification procedures are complete. What the hell are we doing here? What are we doing? We are arguing about this is incredible that some entrepreneurial media type doesn't just like flip the middle finger to the Washington Post and the New York Times editors and go, guys, I got to write about this. I'm sorry. This is such overwhelming evidence of a corrupt group of a cabal of insiders trying to take down the president on fake politically paid for information by Hillary. I have got to write this story. up. Nobody has the gall to do it. Nobody. It is incredible that they are still pushing this collusion hoax when the biggest scandal in American history is staring them right in the face. Here it is, page 11. Read it yourself in the links. The information's not verified. It's therefore unverified. In such cases, the unverified information must be removed or the FISA application will be withheld until they can verify it. Is anyone in the media asking these questions? Anybody. The dossier was fake. It was unverified. Comey just admitted it. This is a massive bombshell. The Pfizer procedures lay it. It's in writing. Comey signed it. There's a paper trail. God help us all, Joe. God help us all if this is allowed to continue. People have to go to jail. People have to be fined. So confiscatory that, that their assets are gone forever. There has to be a message sent by the United States of America collectively that you don't have to like Trump. You can hate Trump. I don't care how you feel about the president. But these obvious police state abuses of our star chamber FISA court are absolutely unacceptable. And here to send the message, these people are going to jail. These people's jobs are done. Their pensions are done. And they are going to be fined so massively. Jim Comey's book royalty should be taken. Their houses should be taken. Everybody has to go down. Oh, Dan, that's excessive. No, it isn't. You ruined the republic. You took our American flag and you used it as toilet paper. You disgraceful human beings. This is the stuff that happens in the third world. This is disgusting. 
This is gross. And don't give me this crap, by the way, that, oh, if Republicans did it, you'd be okay with it. That's BS. Because when I ran for office back in Maryland in 2012, there were still speeches out there I gave where I was the one talking about NSA abuses and the business records exception and how this was allowing the government to spy on American citizens and how I thought the Patriot Act sucked. I was doing that. You fake, phony frauds. And you know what? So were thousands of other libertarians and conservatives that hated the Patriot Act, that hated it because it was an abuse of our country and our liberty. And I didn't care that Bush signed it. And the recordings and the transcripts of those speeches are still out there. Bongino, Patriot Act. So don't give me a lecture, you phony pieces of garbage. This is disgusting. And you media types are a disgrace. You're an embarrassment to journalism. You're an embarrassment to tabloids. You're an embarrassment to a a two-bit tabloid writer on the back page of a National Enquirer. At least they tell the truth sometimes. You sanctioning this grotesque abuse of our system is gross. It's disgusting. I can't stand you people. The handcuffs get put on you one day, and you'll see how it feels to have your liberty taken away, you clowns. Clowns. Freaking joke, this whole thing is. The FBI director. You know the source of the dossier. Are you that stupid? You didn't know the source of the dossier and it was not verified? Are you really that dumb? You didn't know the source. So I love Joe, but Joe's not an FBI agent. So if Joe walks into the FBI and produces documents that Dan Bongino's a spy for the Indonesians in the United States, all of a sudden I got a FISA warrant open? Oh, Joe said it. Yeah. What, what, what is it? Oh, well, but we use Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele, the FBI already indicated he was not suitable for use after talking to the media. Don't tell me he was a verified source because he worked on the, the, uh, the FIFA case with the FBI. He had told Bruce or Christopher Steele, their source, that he hated Trump. He was being paid by Hillary. He also was talking to the media and lying about it. This is a trifecta, Comey. Stop lying, you hypocritical phony. Oh, well, we verified Steele. It wasn't Steele's information. Steele said he got it from Russian intel. Steele was working for Hillary. Steele was talking to the media. Steele had told the DOJ officially hated Trump. You didn't think these were red flags? You freaking loser. Didn't they let Steele go as an asset and um, or kept corresponding kept using with him? him? Yes, Joe, you've heard this so many times. Even Joe remembers yeah. the story. They let him go for talking to the media and brought him right back in as a back channel to yeah. Bruce Orr. Oh, my gosh. Are you, you can't be this stupid. All right. I got a couple more things that came out. It's not just it. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I, I just can't believe our country's being flushed down the toilet. Joe, nobody cares. Yeah, this, nobody this cares. Hurts, dude. Yeah, it's 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 so disappointing. All right, uh, today's show finally brought to you our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, it's one of my favorite companies. They've been one of my original sponsors. Now, you know, we take supplements for what reason? You want to look better and you want to feel better. But what if I told you we had a supplement out there that did both? And not only did both, but did both, I think, better than any other supplement out there. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I listen, I tell everyone, just take the mirror test and take the activity log test, right? Like, what's that? Is that a new one? Yeah, it is. It's called Foundation. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. And it's called BrickHouse. Uh, it's called Foundation. Available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Joe's laughing because he knows it's true. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you do. Try Foundation. It's a creatine ATP blend. You will look incredible after about a week of this stuff. It's, it makes your muscles look just harder. You get that 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 workout look. Like, oh, that guy and that woman, they work out, you know? Everybody wants that look. You want a curve here or there? Take the mirror test. Look at yourself in the mirror. Take a mental snapshot. Seven days later, take a look at what you look like again in the mirror. You're going to be like, wow, this stuff really works. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. Not only that, put a, take a little activity log. You take a little note, like how many push-ups you do, how many uh, bench press reps, military press, squats, whatever. Come back a week later. Look in that activity log. You're going to see, you. wow, I bumped up a rep or two here or there. It's that good. The product is called Foundation. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. I take this product religiously. I love it. It is my favorite supplement out there. The effects are extraordinary. I got a bunch of guys in my gym on it, too. They're that good. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Try out Foundation. So, folks, 
again, number one, Comey says he doesn't know the source of the dossier. It was unverified. It's just stupid. It's just so unbelievable that the media missed that. But he said another thing, too. (laughs) The the, the stupidity here is so epic. They asked him, I believe it was Gowdy in the transcript, asked him, "Uh, Director Comey or former Director Comey, can you explain to us what the procedure would be exactly for opening a counterintelligence investigation into a major party presidential candidate. Now, just to be clear, you may say, well, the procedures are different for that. Yes, they are. When I was in the secret service, there were very specific procedures. I've said this story a lot. So you understand this is not hyperbolic or exaggerated. When you were working even a treasury check case, which is the lowest level of investigation in the Secret Service, it's when someone gets their tax refund check and it, someone basically steals it. They, a lot of it's electronic now, but back then it was a big deal. When everybody knew the tax checks were going out, people would steal them in the mail, sign them, and cash them. Simple. Joe gets a $3,000 refund. Hey, I never got my refund. The Secret Service office would get the call. Go interview Joe. What happened, Joe? I don't know. I was owed $3,000. I never got my check. It's, uh, it's June. Okay, we would do an investigation, talk to the post office. This was a big deal when I was a young agent. If those cases, even little cases like that, had a political tinge to it, there was always a headquarters notification procedure. And it's not, uh, to be fair, folks, I want to be clear. It's not that, oh, why? Because it happens to a politician or a politician's involved is a big deal. No, no, that's really not it. It's just that the story would be newsworthy and the Secret Service has assets for that. It's not, I'm, I'm serious, it's not meant to, I'm not suggesting po- that there's not, there's definitely political influence in criminal investigate. there is. But I'm saying the procedures make sense because there's going to be news coverage and they just want to be prepared. What I'm suggesting here is, if there was going to be a counterintelligence investigation into a major party presidential candidate, I assure you, there are probably some procedures or notations into what notifications have to mean and how they're going to handle it. The point here is Gowdy, it may have been Jordan, but Gowdy or Jordan asked Comey, what are the procedures for doing that exactly? Which they wouldn't ask if they didn't know the answer, Joe. Wink and a nod. Right. What does Comey say? Yeah, well, I'm not really sure about that. Okay, Jim, Jimbo, Jimmy, Jimmy Bag of Donuts, you were the director of the FBI. You now admit the information used was unverified, despite the fact that the procedures say unverified information has to be removed or verified. You then admit you didn't really know where it came from, which I think is a lie. I think you knew damn well it came from someone paid by Hillary Clinton. You didn't know the source of the dossier. Again, I I think he's lying completely. And now you're saying you don't even know how a a counterintelligence investigation is started. Is this guy is either one of two things, the most pathological liar in the history of law enforcement or the dopiest FBI director we have ever had. And I genuinely feel bad. And I will say this despite some negative email I get from my friends. Why do you defend those guys? You know why? Because I worked with them. I don't know all of them, but the ones I worked with in the bureau were good men and women. They were solid. And I'm, hey, listen, if that offends you, I'm sorry. So maybe not be the right show for you then. I am telling you based on my experience. I don't know every single FBI agent, obviously, but the ones I worked with would have never pulled crap like this. And you know what? This is the reason this stuff did not pass through the field offices, and they made the lead investigator in the case, Peter Stroke, a headquarters guy. Oh! Because they knew these field office guys would have been like, this thing stinks to the heavens. That's why this case was insulated to the upper management, and that's why people like me and Sean Hannity and others out there always say, this is not an indictment of the working men and women. Ladies and gentlemen, they didn't know. You keep emailing me a lot of people, oh, where were the whistleblowers? Where? To blow the whistle on what? The case was handled exclusively by FBI management. It was not handled by the, by the rank-and-file workers. What were they going to blow the whistle on? This guy is incompetent, Comey. I didn't know how to start a CI invest. I don't know the procedures. Folks, this is just incredible. And I wanted just one final thought for the day. There is no yet provision in these FISA, in this, in, in this, uh, process the woods procedure for verifying information in the fisa court in other words this knucklehead who was tweeting back chuck ross well the dossier hasn't been verified yet that's not what it says you jerk what it says in the procedures is if it's unverified you pull it out it doesn't say yet idiots police state tyrants you hacks you you, you disgust me Wait till you're the subject of a FISA warrant and you're getting locked up like we had to lock people up at five in the morning, kicking in the doors uh, with the handcuffs on you with your kids watching. You like that? You like the police state? You hacks? 
You disgusting police state supporters. Wait till it happens to you. You're going to come back and listen to these episodes and say, we should have listened to that guy. Maniacs. Bunch of loons. All right, folks. Sorry about the generally hostile, but I'm really PO'd about this, and you should be too. It's Now we have on the record that they just made this thing up. It's just unbelievable. All right, some good news again. The meme contest still going on. Submit your memes. To, uh, email, you can submit them on email. Uh, it's info at Bongino.com. We'll pick four more winners. And congratulations to Matt K from Hawaii. Really funny. I'll put it up on my Instagram. Please yeah, follow man. me on Instagram. I'll put all the winners up there. I'm at dbongino on Instagram. It's the verified blue check mark account. But Matt K from Hawaii, uh, we'll be reaching out an email. We'll send you an autographed copy personalized of all my books. Nice job. Really funny stuff. All right, folks, please subscribe to the show on uh, iTunes. It's uh, Hit the subscription button on iHeart. You can click the follow button. It is all free but it helps us move up the charts. You can also follow us on SoundCloud. And of course, you can follow us on Spotify too, which I know the kids like out there and the younger ones. Thanks a lot, folks. Hope you like the show today. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.